story eighteen of romance of california life by john haberton this librivox recording is in the public domain story eighteen old twitchett's treasure old twitchett was in a very bad way he must have been in a bad way for crocky the extremely mean storekeeper at bender had given up his own bed to twitchett and when crocky was moved with sympathy for any one it was a sure sign that the object of his commiseration was going to soon stake a perpetual claim in a distant land whose very streets we are told are of precious metal and whose walls and gates are of rare and beautiful stones it was twitch's own fault the boy said with much sorrowful profanity when they abandoned black peter gulch to the chinese and located at bender twitchett should have come along with the crowd instead of staying there by himself in such an unsociable way perhaps he preferred the society of rattlesnakes and horny toads to that of high-toned civilized beings there was no accounting for taste but then he should have remembered that all the rattlesnakes in the valley couldn't have raised a single dose of quinine between them and that the most sociable horned toad in the world and the most obliging one couldn't fry a sick man's pork or make his coffee but then twitchett was queer they agreed he always was queer he kept himself so much apart from the crowd that until to-night when the boys were excited about him few had ever noticed that he was a white-haired delicate young man instead of a decrepit old one and that the twitching of his lips was rather touching than comical at any rate it was good for twitchett that two old residents of black peter gulch had ignorant of the abandonment of the camp revisited it and accidentally found him insensible yet alive on the floor of his hut they had taken turns in carrying him for he was wasted and light until they reached crocky's store and when they laid him down while they should drink the proprietor of the establishment so said a pessimist in the camp seeing that his presence while he lived and until he was buried would attract trade and increase the demand for drinks insisted on putting twitchett between the proprietary blankets twitchett had rallied a little thanks to some of crocky's best brandy but it was evident to those who saw him that when he left crocky's he would be entirely unconscious of the fact suddenly twitchett seemed to realize as much himself and to imagine that his exit might be made very soon for he asked for the men who brought him in and motioned to them to kneel beside him i'm very grateful boys for your kindness i wish i could reward you but haven't got anything i've got nothing at all the only treasure i had i buried buried it in the hut when i thought i was going to die alone i didn't want those heathens to touch it i put it in a can i wish you'd get it and it's a dying man's last request take it and if twitchett finished his remark it was heard only by auditors in some locality yet unvisited by sam baker and boylston smith who still knelt beside the dead man's face and with averted eyes listened for the remainder of twitchett's last sentence slowly they comprehended that twitchett was in a condition which according to a faithful proverb effectually precluded the telling of tales then they gazed solemnly into each other's faces and each man placed his dexter forefinger upon his lips then boylston smith whispered 
virtue is its own reward eh sam you bet whispered mr baker in reply it's on the square now between us square as a die whispered boylston when'll we go for it asked sam baker can't go till after the funeral virtuously whispered boylston twould be mighty ungrateful to go back on the corpse that's made our fortunes fact remarked mr baker holding near the nostrils of old twitchett a pocket mirror he had been polishing on his sleeve after a few seconds he examined the mirror and whispered nary a sign might as well tell the boys the announcement of twitchett's death was the signal for an animated discussion and considerable betting how much dust he had washed and what he had done with it seeing that he neither drank nor gambled was the sole theme of discussion there was no debate on the deceased religious evidences no distribution of black crape no tearful beating down of the undertaker these accessories of a civilized deathbed were all scornfully disregarded by the bearded men who had feelingly drank to twitch its good luck in whatever world he had gone to but when it came to deceased gold his money the bystanders exhibited an interest which was one of those touches of nature which certifies the universal kinship each man knew all about twitchett's money though no two agreed he had hid it he had been unlucky and had not found much he had slyly sent it home he had wasted it by sending it east for lottery tickets which always drew blanks he had been supporting a benevolent institution old deacon baggs mildly suggested that perhaps he only washed out such gold as he actually needed to purchase eatables with but the boys smiled derisively they didn't like to laugh at the deacon's gray hairs but he was queer old twitchett was buried and sam baker and boylston smith reverently uncovered with the rest of the boys while deacon baggs made an extempore prayer but for the remainder of the day old twitchett's administrators foamed restlessly about and watched each other narrowly and listened to the conversation of every group of men who seemed to be talking with any spirit they kept a sharp eye on the trail to black peter gulch lest some unscrupulous miner should suspect the truth and constitute himself sole legatee but when the shades of evening had gathered and a few round drinks had stimulated the citizens to more spirited discussion sam and boylston strode rapidly out on the black peter gulch trail to obtain the reward of virtue he didn't say what kind of a can it was remarked mr baker after the outskirts of bender had been left behind just what i thought replied boylston pity we couldn't have lasted long enough for us to have asked him but i've been a-workin some sums about different kinds of cans i learned how from phipps this afternoon he's been to college and his head's crammed full of such puzzlin things it took multiplyin with four figures to get the answer but i couldn't take a peaceful drink till i knowed something about how the find would pan out well inquired mr baker anathematizing a stone over which he had just stumbled well replied boylston stopping in an exasperating manner to light his pipe the smallest can o goin is a half-pound powder can and that'll hold over two thousand dollars worth and even that wouldn't be bad for a single night's work eh just so responded mr baker then there's oyster cans and meat cans yes said boylston and the smallest of em's good for ten thousand if it's full 
and when you come to five-pound powders why one of em would make two fellers rich they passed quickly and quietly through greenhorn's bar the diggings at the bar were very rich and experienced poker players such as were twitchett's executors had made snug little sums in a single night out of the innocent countrymen who had located at the bar but what were the chances of the most brilliant game to the splendid certainty which lay before them they reached black peter gulch and found twitchett's hut still unoccupied save by a solitary rattlesnake whose warning scared them not mr baker carefully covered the single window with his coat and then boylston lit a candle and examined the clay floor there were several little depressions in its surface and in each of these boylston vigorously drove his pick while mr baker stood outside alternately looking out for would-be disturbers and looking in through a crack in the door to see that his partner should not in case he found the can absent-mindedly spill some of the contents into his own pocket before he made a formal division boylston stopped a moment for breath leaned on his pick stroked his yellow beard thoughtfully and offered to bet that it would be an oyster can mr baker whispered through the crack that he would take that bed and made it an ounce boylston again bent to the labor which while it wearied his body seemed to excite his imagination for he paused long enough to bet that it would be a five-pound powder can and mr baker again willing to fortify himself against possible loss accepted the bet in ounces suddenly boylston's pick brought to light something yellow and round something the size of an oyster can and wrapped in a piece of oilskin you've won one bet whispered mr baker who was inside before the yellow package had ceased rolling across the floor not if this is it growled boylston it don't weigh more'n an ounce can wrapper and all might's well see what tis though the two men approached the candle hastily tore off the oilskin and carefully shook the contents from the can the contents proved to be a small package labelled my only treasures boylston mentioned the name of the arch adversary of souls while mr baker with a well-directed blow of his heel reduced the can from a cylindrical form to one not easily described by any geometric term unwrapping the package mr baker discovered a picture-case which when opened disclosed the features of a handsome young lady while from the wrappings fell a small envelope which seemed distended in the middle gold in that maybe suggested boylston picking it up and opening it it was gold fine yellow and brilliant but not the sort of gold the dead man's friends were seeking for it was a ringlet of hair sadly mr baker put on his coat careless of the light which streamed through the window slowly and sorely they wended their way homeward wrathfully they bemoaned their wasted time as they passed by the auriferous slumberers of greenhorn's bar depressing was the general nature of their conversation yet they were human in spite of their disappointment for as old deacon baggs who was an early riser strolled out in the gray dawn for a quiet season of meditation 
he saw boylston smith filling up a little hole he had made on top of old twitchett's grave and putting the dirt down very tenderly with his hands end of story eighteen